Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Welcome to Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm your host, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, a man whose apple fit perfectly in his cup holder on the way over. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe a little bit of an involved new nickname, but uh, let's be honest, it's, it's, no it's, it's more sticky. ridiculous. It's sticky. It's catchy. Well, I mean, it's literally <laughs> sticky inside your cup holder now. Well, no, here's the deal. When I say it fit, I mean it It hovered. Like, it didn't go down completely into the cup holder, but it it braced you know what I'm saying? Do, can you picture this apple? Yeah, but did you have to eat like a halo around the top of the apple? Yeah, or? I couldn't eat too low on the apple. Right. So I had to, you know, there was a certain, <laughs> there was an area which I had to stay above, mm-hmm. but I did it, and that fucking apple stayed in the cup holder the whole ride over. Well, that's what they call eating high on the apple. Sure. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got to eat high on the apple. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't if you want the old wife to eat low on the banana, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I don't have a wife. <laughs> God, I wish I had a wife! <sighs> anyway, welcome to Jordan Jesse Go, the show about broken dreams and halo apples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about this. I'm so happy for you with your apple. Thanks, man. What that kind means of, a lot. Can I ask what kind of apple? Standard red, baby. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So it was a real garbage apple, but it worked out okay. <laughs> you know, I did. I was about to defend the apple because I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But toward the end of the process, I hit a mealy part. Kind of ruined the whole thing. What cafeteria did did you get this apple from? Uh, this is a. <laughs> Did you, did you know that I'm in uh, show business? Oh, I. you know what? I had heard yeah. that you were in uh, show business, the business of entertainment. Yeah, and uh, we have a, a little organization called Craft Services. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a man who comes and you know sets out various delights in front of me so I can be creative. Right. So I don't have to worry about where's my apple coming from? Right. Where's my handful <laughs> of almonds? Where's my fiddle faddle? Yeah, like that's why we have Brian Fernandez here. Sure. Uh, it's to laugh loudly at our jokes, mm-hmm. uh, laugh slightly less loudly at our setups, mm-hmm. and also bring us apples. Yeah. And the occasional fiddle-faddle. <laughs> yeah. And the occasional <laughs> hand job. So, yeah, sure. Though, which is what I call a fiddle-faddle. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this was a – I was coming over here. Uh, we're recording a little earlier than we usually do. Um, so I didn't have time to stop and get a little bite to eat. Mm-hmm. So to make sure my energy was up for the old cast, grabbed an apple at Craft Services. You know what they say? Hmm. An apple a day keeps the energy up for the old cast. <laughs> and it's weird that that saying has been so popular in America but only started making sense. Well, more popular earlier among anglers. <laughs> sure. They were trying to keep their energy up for casting. Yeah. yeah. Especially with fly fishing. You got to go You got to go 10 Ten to two, ten to two, ten to two. Ten but I mean, then... what is podcasting but the fishing of the 20th century? <laughs> <laughs> I know what century we're in. Don't correct me. Our guest on the program, uh, by the way, uh, relaxing, enjoying himself over there, yeah. wearing a BMX-themed T-shirt. You betcha. Uh, you know him as a brilliant stand-up comedian. You know him as an actor from the television program Love recently. I was watching that. He was on there. Mm-hmm. 
Doing a great job, by the way. Sure, acting up a storm. Yeah, doing great <laughs> at acting. You know, not every comedian is good at acting. Mm-mm. This one is. You know, you know what makes a difference? What's that? Craft services. Yeah, uh, sure. Got to get mm-hmm. that crafty. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that the reason that some stand-up comics are... It's Kyle Kadane, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Wait, I want to mention, he's got a brand new special in stores now, mm-hmm. or in stores tomorrow, if you're listening to this on literally the day it came out. It's called Loose in Chicago. Kyle, uh, not just a friend of our program, but a friend to comedy fans everywhere. One of the funniest guys in in the world. Ah, One of the best stand-up comics in the country. Agreed. Oh, well, all right. So you're saying that to, for the for the stand up comic to make the tradition to make the transition to actor, you need good craft service. Absolutely, it's gonna improve. I mean, hey, you were using it to keep the energy up. Sure. I mean, it's it's applicable to all all yeah. people. Yeah, I gotta tell you, so this. was there no craft service on the set of Seinfeld? <laughs> uh, he wasn't a great actor. Uh, Jordan, I gotta tell you this. I've been backstage at the television show that you work on mm-hmm. at midnight on Comedy Central. That's the one, mm-hmm. um, and it's a great show. It might have an even greater backstage snack spread. Yeah, it's real nice. I've been backstage on other television shows. Kyle, I don't know if you know about this, but I work peripherally to show business. I, yeah, I know you're kind of like a yeah. a satellite. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I've been backstage on television shows. Mm-hmm. Okay? I've appeared on television shows. How I hosted a show for upwards of four months. <laughs> the selection, <laughs> I mean, we're looking at... Cherry clans, mm-hmm. which are not called cherry clans anymore because that's racist. Now they're called cherry something else. Sure. We're looking cherry at- indigenous che- peoples. This is a backstage <laughs> where you can get red vines or Twizzlers. Either one. Red vines and Twizzlers if you want. Yes. Oh, is this a larger point or is, have you made the point? <laughs> you feel like you've made the point about My the point is that I've been backstage at your television show and it is a real a real feast. Like often, sure. it, there's just some Costco muffins and a thing of it's, red vines. I'm saying hot, legitimate hot food at midnight. Yeah, Legit. it's remarkable. Like egg rolls and such. Yeah, there is a man that comes into at midnight. Uh huh. A certain man. Yes. <laughs> um, who he has he what he has in his dispo at his disposal is he, all he has. Is the tools that a college student could have in a dorm if they had attentive parents. Right. Like if they've got one, you know, those parents that load you up before you go to college. Right. Like a hot plate. Hot plate, yeah. Microwave. (laughs) Yeah. Little like electrical grill. Right. So, and this man. Like a George Foreman style grill? Yeah, kind of like one of those. Uh, But without the slats. That allows the, the fat to drain. The fat to keeps drain. So it keeps the fat, the fat in yeah. there. Yeah, the flavor. You gotta yeah. keep the, the flavor. The, f- the fat carries the flavor. <laughs> that was me doing my famous Julia Child impression. Ooh, <laughs> thank you. It was really good. Thank you. Um, I was on Saturday Night Live for eighteen years. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, eighteen years. Are you Charles Rocket? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, cool. I'm parallel universe <laughs> Charles Rocket. Sure. Who did not die tragically no. and was on Saturday Night Live for a long time. That's the one. Yeah. Uh so yeah, this man this this man with, you know, nothing but dorm tools at his disposal manages to to take kind of frozen treats and you know, things of that that nature but make the best version of them. I don't know what this man is doing to quesadillas and frozen chicken balls and stuff like that. But he's 
He's had he's there's something. Maybe it's love. Maybe it's just preparing them exactly right. But boy, howdy, can this man make a dorm treat? Could be Mrs. Dash. Dorm, yeah. Dorm treat. Yeah. He could be Mr. Dash. Could, could be. He's got an unlimited <laughs> supply of Mrs. Is, Dash. Is there a Mr. Dash? <laughs> 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 do you have, do you ever get that when it's like because it's free food you want to like well, I should. I have to eat this. Yeah, I mean, I because it's wasteful. I how how many times have I thought, boy, I'm hungry and I just don't have any food, and now it's here in abundance. Yeah, no, it, there definitely is a. You do have to fight a. Oh my god, I should eat this because it's free. Impulse, you know. Yeah. And there's enough variety on your show that it's not like you come and I can't eat any more red vines. Because if you can't eat any more red vines, just have some of whatever Cherry Clan is called now. Sure. I think it's called Woke Clan. Got it. <laughs> it's the wokest candy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It is. It is a challenge. I did. I. I did have to like do a little mental reset, you know, because I do have such a a sedentary job of just not eating myself into a fat stupor. They'll also you know? bring mm. you a sandwich. They'll totally bring you a sandwich. It's nice. It's I, nice. I'm a I, I'm a real sucker for cold cuts. Oh yeah, like just uh, speaking of crafts, they're like Please. having a little trailer when they they got the little cool. You could open it up, and you got you just your sliced ham yeah. and your sliced turkey, and there's nobody behind a counter regulating. Nah, yeah. man. How much of what should be there, or what you're touching? Yeah. Well, they may, they wanted to see you put the little gloves on. I put the little gloves on. Oh, that's nice of you. But I slap. Just, just slap it ham down. You know what I slap I like it down to, like like a, like a, like I'm making a saloon bet. You're just sort like, of like <laughs> just slapping it down hard on the bread, sure. all in. You're like an abstract expressionist sandwich artist. <laughs> yes, yes. Just going wild. I think outside following the, your. Feelings. I think outside of the crust. If you if you got a nice rollable cheese like a provolone, you could roll a little salami up in there. Oh, nice I love. Roll up. I love to roll a salami I wish I had inside a wife. of cheese. Slice. Oh, I wish I had a wife. <laughs> Sorry. I thought we were just Is yelling. Is that the deeper <laughs> argument here? Yes. <laughs> Jordan, uh, you know that they have cold cuts at the grocery store, right? You, no, you wives get them. You don't need love. <laughs> they won't sell them to, to a have husband. access to salami. Oh. <laughs> I can just get it? Yeah, you can just get Get but when it's salami. when it wasn't your purchase, it's so much more of a treat. Like, <gasps> yeah. look what they have, as Ugh. opposed to I know what I have. Sure. What's I'm, your I'm instantly sick of all my groceries. As soon as I get them put away, I'm like, I don't want any of these. Yeah. Kyle Kinane, what's your top cold cut? <clears throat> Ooh, top number cold one, cut? number one. Uh, you know what? And this this is trash, but uh, the budding ham, like seventy nine cents for a whole package, and it has maybe. The like paper thin slices, yeah, like l- like translucent slices of ham, yeah, and I would use one package per sandwich, yeah, and it's the most processed thing in the world. I, mm-hmm. uh, me and the family cat would lose our <laughs> shit when that came out of the deli counter and mom was making some lunch sandwiches. <sighs> my dad, <laughs> my dad used to make me. My parents are were are and were divorced. My parents were divorced, but they changed their mind. They got back together. <laughs> People started talking pulled a, again. You pulled a parent trap, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, my parents were divorced, and uh, my dad would make sandwiches for me at lunch, and he was so bad at it. And, like, it's hard to imagine being able to be bad at making sandwiches. Yes. 
But he was so bad at it that it like nearly put me off of all sandwiches for the rest of my life. Did he put the mustard on the outside of the sandwich? <laughs> like, like, explain how you can be. Well, he would have bad. like the bread was in the middle. He, he would, would make ha- the sandwich impeccably and then just hide it in the yard. <laughs> for one thing, it would be like store brand health bread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a wheat bread, but the like a like a gross. Wheat bread, not like okay. a not the kind that you would want to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich of that tastes like soft sugar. So it was ingredient choices, but it was like natural type bread. Yeah. But the but the store brand, the Safeway store brand version of that. Okay. Then bologna. Love bologna. You see, I do not love bologna. I secretly love bologna mixed with the specific smell of whatever cleaning solution the janitor at my grade school used. <laughs> oh. Spray a little uh, pledge on there. Just mm. Miracle Whip and bologna with a hint of disinfectant. <laughs> sure. And I'm reliving the third grade all oh, over again. Are you, gonna, are you eventually going to be found dead in a hotel room? Yes. Of, uh, okay, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Put anything else you want on the end of that sentence. <laughs> That's true. Uh, probably. Autoerotic Windex induced <laughs> asphyxiation. Just is just he choked on this ham after becoming over after being overcome by four oh nine fumes. Just huffing simple green, <laughs> <laughs> huffing simple to... green with a with a pimento loaf belt around my neck. <laughs> Comet and Oscar Mayer, a deadly combination. <laughs> Never got to the masturbating part. I don't think he really knows how this works. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been cranking it the whole time. Somebody just choked. Look at themselves like I just don't get it. <laughs> <What's> the, <laughs> this really isn't that fun. <laughs> ah, you got to be cranking it. You you guys, there's a whole other thing you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, <laughs> you guys know the cranking it motion, right? Like mm. the ah, give me a fucking break. Yeah, yeah sure. cranking it motion. Yeah, I saw a guy on my way here walking down the sidewalk by himself. I'm going to say this is Los Angeles. Maybe the only person on that entire section of sidewalk. And I was, he was walking the same direction direction I was driving. I'm driving, and I thought, looks like that guy's making the jack-off motion. Mm-hmm. And I drove. I got parallel to him. I looked over. He was just making the jack-off motion, and there was no one there. He, was, he wasn't wearing a Bluetooth headphone. His yeah. internal monologue was so powerful mm-hmm. that as he walked down the sidewalk, he was just making – and I'm talking about 10, 15 seconds of it. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about just a quick ba-boom. Like not like a – not like a – uh, shaking some some no. loose almonds. No, I don't think it was, I don't think it was loose almonds. You know, it's possible it was. Could have been cashews. You know, some uh, some sunflower seeds. You know, they kind of toss them around in yeah. their hand like that. Kind of it, it uh, unlocks the flavors. One of Mister yeah. P's famous nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. I couldn't tell you. Or he's just had enough. He's, he's, he's giving a big old whatever. Like, look at all this. Come on. You probably watched that debate last night, right? <laughs> boy, oh, boy. And guys. how. And how. Guys, it's a week and a half after the debate when you listen to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we still have some hot takes that I'm yeah. sure are going to be relevant. Have not been covered at all by, no. by uh-uh. comedians on social media. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I feel like, I mean, obviously we don't we don't chat a lot about politics on this mm-hmm. show. We will you know, kind of do a bad Bill Clinton voice every now and then. I think that's as close to a hot take as we get. We try and get that in every episode. Yeah. 
That's right, we do, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wait a minute. Is President Clinton here? <laughs> That's right, I am. Look at my butt. <laughs> wow. Wow. Are you like a... It, Kyle, are you seeing this? I'm, I'm President Clinton. You are. President Clinton appears to be half mandrel. <laughs> Judging I'm, by his proud blue I'm buttocks. Pre- I'm presenting to show dominance. How <laughs> did he keep this hidden his whole time? T- <laughs> I'm only shot from the waist up. <laughs> Have you ever seen my legs? You he haven't. Is, They're he monkey is, legs. He is sneaky. Yeah. I knew it. Uh, but it, it's weird. It's weird mentioning that stuff and then. Just like last week, you know, we like chatted a little bit about it in those terms and then the world became different. Yeah. Like we recorded on a Thursday and then on Friday the Mm. shit went down. Yeah. It it feels weird to even mention it knowing – not knowing what tomorrow will bring. Yeah. we All we talked about was our fondness for horny president. Sure. (laughs) Now it's become profoundly fraught. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I have many ape wives. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's to the point where I feel like I don't even want to timestamp this with anything. Yeah. Because, I mean, who who knows with these crazy candidates of ours? Well, I'll say one thing to mm-hmm. timestamp it. I think this will suffice. Mm-hmm. We're waiting with bated breath for the second Jaden Smith Karate Kid movie. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – we can only pray that. Yeah. Is it following the plot line of the original part two? Yeah, I think so. Or it might. They might just skip right to Karate Kid three. Doesn't that star a woman who became a movie star? I think that is four. Although I will say I've only seen the first Karate Kid movie. Yeah, I've never seen any of the other Karate Kids, but He's, I definitely oh, – right. I mean, there that's... definitely exists a picture of me doing the Karate Kid pose as a seven-year-old. There's no doubt about that. Sure. I think we've all got that. Right. We, we, we all have that, which goes to state whatever you say to an access Hollywood entertainer behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. We all have that in our past. Sure. Right. We all have a Karate Kid pose photo in our past. I, here's the thing, though. It's one <laughs> Completely thing, even parallel I've just made there. It's one thing for <laughs> me to show Billy Bush that karate picture. It's another thing for mm-hmm. him to agree with me that it's mm-hmm. a cool picture. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of just a locker room pose anyway. It's yeah. Something you do for the guys in the yeah. locker room. You know, I'm not going to really do karate. No, yeah. but I'm going to talk about it like I have. Because, yeah, look at my karate's like, you talk about karate with guys you don't have anything sure. else to talk about to appear like more of a guy. You yeah, know? you're on a party bus. All, By the way, I, I, talk about karate. I want to I mention something real quick. Since this will be coming out a week after we record it, which is an unusually long mm-hmm. period of time for us, um, because a videotape has surfaced of Donald Trump killing a man with his bare hands. You will have forgotten that there right. was an audio yeah. recording. It's just a locker room murder. Yeah. Just like killing a friend in the locker room. You know, like guys do. Um, I watched the debate last night uh, in a bar, which is a very fun way to do it. I had not done it before. Uh, I felt like, you know, kind of obligated to watch for work, uh, but, you know, didn't, you know, the idea of watching it at home alone and, you know, just being reminded of you know <laughs> our toilet earth right was, was was stressful so i'm like get a couple pals head down to the bar and they had sectioned the bar off so half the bar was a debate zone and half was people watching the packers game <laughs> okay and 
it was this so. This was a Wisconsin politics which bar. Which bar? We should explain. Can I ask yeah. which bar? Uh, it was Tom Bergen's. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so it was yes, it was really weird. Just the alternate screams from either the debate side or the Packers side. <laughs> and when the Packers side would scream, I would look over, and sometimes it was a commercial. <laughs> I think they were just screaming. Uh, but yes, the. Uh, they're, 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 I don't know much about football. They're a rowdy bunch, right? Packers fans. Could there be a Could rowdy. there have been a ghoul of some kind? <laughs> could have been a ghoul. They were happy screams, but maybe they were glad to see the ghoul. <laughs> hey, a ghoul! It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice that the ghoul's coming out again after his divorce. Yeah. You know, yeah, because you know, he's things... gonna get get out in the city. <laughs> he doesn't and... know if he can haunt again. Yeah, yeah. and nobody's scared of him. Yeah. Oh no, no, sorry, man. Hey. Try, try it again. No. Oh, geez. oh, wow, Ooh. you really got me there, Ghoul. Yeah, yeah this is a Ooh. nice apartment. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you really? Where'd you go? You go to IKEA or? It's good yeah. stuff in this here. This is nice. And it's not you know, bad. Don't worry. It's not weird to do Tinder, ghoul. Everybody does. I know Everybody there's a stigma against now. internet dating, but it's how things work now. Yeah. It's not for weirdos. You're, in, you're standing out from the crowd. I mean, everybody else is like, yeah, I guess I'm writing a little bit and taking improv classes. You're yeah. a ghoul. You're, you're a gonna ghoul. Cry. Don't be ashamed of it. Celebrate your uniqueness. <laughs> yeah. What woman wouldn't want a nice, secure <laughs> ghoul? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's never been a, more of a demand for ghouls. No, absolutely uh, not. Yeah. Although, it seems like one might get elected and then they'll be in the White House, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a couple of it. ghouls up there. <laughs> yeah. Ghouls. I thought we were going yeah. with Halloween. I thought that was the timing. Was oh, right? shit. Yeah, I didn't really think this out either. Fall, fall colors and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah Beautiful time of year. Beautiful <laughs> time of year. What are you guys going as for Halloween? Are we all going as Barb? Yeah, we're all sure. going as Barb, right? I'm going as Barb. People really attached to Barb, cynical Barb. Yeah, Nay- the- naysaying Barb. Yeah, I think we're in the midst of the Barb backlash, though. Now I think we're now in a moment of what's so great about Barb. I think I'll probably go as uh, like the leaves. Oh, that's nice. That's seasonal. Yeah, or maybe apple picking. Mm-hmm. And I don't really go to a lot of <laughs> Halloween celebrations. I mostly I'm just going to go with cider. <laughs> <laughs> good thinking. I was going to suggest hayride, but uh, cider is good too. Yeah, I'm going to go as a as a as a a nip, a nip on your neck. Oh, a little nip, <laughs> a chill, a little a fall nip. <laughs> oh, autumnal nip. Yeah, <laughs> it's me, autumnal nip. <laughs> Which would be my name if I was an M- NPR reporter. Autumnal <laughs> <laughs> Nip. Got it. Got it. Anyway. How are things with you, Kyle? How they're great, man. Yeah? Yeah, I feel got, good about it. Got this comedy special out. Yeah, I told some jokes. Yeah. When you Pointed do some a, cameras at myself. When you do a comedy special, uh, you recorded this in Chicago. It's in the title. I did, yes. Is there craft service for you? What's the craft service situation when no, you're doing a solo comedy special? On my own. I mean, if I wanted to, like... Put the put the flags up like, hey, I'm gonna really need some snacks back here. But yeah. otherwise, I don't want. What's comedy? On? Comedy's like, oh god, athletics, mean and lean. Sure, up there. What's on your rider? Full stomach. What when you, when you're hitting the road? What do you the, need in that? What do you need in that? What the, I call the, greeny. The, the green re, the real answer for my rider is I will not fly United Airlines and anything. <laughs> anything else? I'm you, you can make me sit in a porta potty three hours before the show starts. <laughs> it was I will not fly United Airlines no matter what. And if you have a deal with them, I'll you know the gigs that good. I'll get my own flight on a different airline. 
I assume I would assume that you would have a special airline. I feel like all comedians have a special airline. They get points to get status, and then they get a little crown, and then you get, they get to get on the, <laughs> get on the airplane before the toddlers do. And then at some moment, you realize none of it means anything. Mm-hmm. So yes, every yes. time I'm like, ah, I should spend more. Oh, that brand loyalty is really going to pay off. And then like, oh, Delta. Priority, and it's everybody except three people who have never flown in an airplane before. That's Delta me. Delta priority. And so you're like, well, this uh, meant nothing. Yeah, I I don't fly uh, because I'm so tall. Yeah. I struggle on a regular airline. So I just try and fly on uh, JetBlue or Virgin, which are a little bigger. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they only go to so many places. So I had to fly. So you're just flying back and forth from L.A. to Long Beach. Yeah, pretty That's much. <laughs> And <laughs> coming up with seeing that Queen Mary getting that getting that ghost tour in oh. Halloween. Oh, I haven't done the ghost tour. Oh, I'd like to do it this year. That would be a lot of fun. Oh. I had to um, I, oh. I I had to fly a regular airline recently mm-hmm. and I was absolutely gobsmacked by the number of groups of people who were more important to me than me. Like <laughs> like I was used to there being important people First class people, mm-hmm. members of the military, and parents with small children. And yeah. I, I'm fine. I've made my peace with the important people, and I understand the first class people paid an expensive ticket. Mm-hmm. But it gets to the point, they're just listing medals. Yeah. Like, oh, pl- what are, oh our first class platinum. Medals or jewels. Yeah. Them is jewels. Uh, yeah. Our, and then they're just down to like, okay, if you've got. A brass or wooden block. <laughs> if you have... You're listing the various infinity stones from the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Does anyone have the soul gem? And it's just me me sitting there with a, you know, w- with a roller bag on my lap going... Yeah. <laughs> well, and that happens still, no matter what you've dedicated yourself to. Like, they... oh, what's what small... Uh, fictitious comforts they've convinced me I need when I get to the airport. I flew to a conference overseas mm-hmm. and and I I I was not getting paid, but they were paying for my plane flight. Yeah. And so I asked for premium economy and for some reason it was one of those airlines that only has basically premium economy and regular. Mm-hmm. It was great. I don't know what the fuck airline it was. Norway <laughs> Airlines or something. <laughs> And uh, I got to go into the international lounge. Oh yeah! And I ate so much curry. They just had this, all this free curry. Yeah, yeah. I can't not. If you're going to give me curry, that is a nice. You, you got the the airline equivalent of craft services. Which yeah, you know. that's exactly. <laughs> Only it came with fake Ames chairs. <laughs> they love the fake Ames chairs in the airport. This is a real premium experience. <laughs> I have. I feel like I am happiest when I just resign myself to the fact that I will get on the airplane last mm-hmm. and just try and relax while everyone is doing the pre-boarding mm-hmm. stuff, knowing that I am among the last people to get in. Unless we, you know, unless it's the Southwest, they have that yeah. Whole thing. Yeah, but your seat is reserved. Yeah, sure. So yeah. I just try and basically dive into the thing as soon as the door is closing. Like, I, I, I try and go in at the exact last I've minute. taken that approach, but I just have a backpack, too, and I don't have to worry about it. I love, oh, my new thing is watching every dipshit with, like, the roller bag that has ignored every warning of, like, we're going to really, we really want you to check these sure. at the gate. You're going to get them right when you get off, 
but there's not going to be room. And everybody's like, well, that, they're not talking about me. And somebody gets on and the look of actual just confusion of how can there be no room for my precious roller bag, <laughs> even though there was just warning upon warning. And then just idiots standing like, I think it was, uh, I think it was Kumail. You know Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail Nanjiani wrote, wrote something. Stand-up like, comedian. Yeah, like there should be lessons in air travel. Like there's some inexcusable like, you fucking idiot. You <laughs> are making this. You just didn't listen. No, no, you're special. Like, And I get it. Some people aren't used to it. Some people don't travel often. But there's some basic common sense that is just glaringly obvious when people are just so self-centered. Like, but no, I'm – no, I'm – like special, so I'm gonna. But yeah, it's like in third grade when they teach you how to write a check. Yeah, they should just like they should have a bunch of practice <laughs> yeah. plane boarding. Here's the, here's the, yeah, here's the to address, here's the from address, and the stamp goes in the upper right corner. This is something you'll need to know at some point sure. in your life. I flew to New York uh, to go mm-hmm. on tour with Judge John Hodgman a couple of weeks ago. My plane landed at a different airport. I want to say in Poughkeepsie. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a real concern for me. They just announced. They just came. We're, we're going to go ahead and land at Turning uh, Around Airfield. Uh, if you'd like to get off the plane, you're welcome to. Uh, otherwise, we're just going to sit around here for a little while, Why? Uh, get some new gasoline, and uh, go ahead on into JFK. Oh, they're like, out of gas. <laughs> they, you didn't plan how much gas you needed. <laughs> also, why did we land at an airport that's like thirty-five miles? Like it was just the exact too far to get a cab distance from New York. <laughs> so you had to retake off again. Yeah, we had to retake off again. The flight ended up being like two and a half hours late. Hmm. They just landed near, but like it's yeah. again. Like I want to emphasize, they didn't stop in Chicago or something. Mm-hmm. They also didn't stop in, like, Philadelphia or whatever, or <laughs> Cincinnati or Pittsburgh, something that's two-thirds of the way there. They, it, it was at something or other airfield in Poughkeepsie. Even in that, I could still imagine a scenario why that would make sense. I could still imagine you're flying into New York, uh, a, a global city yeah. with flights constantly happening, uh, overrun with flights, and if they had to circle or used up, you know, they have just enough fuel to get to somewhere so that's not the plane's not too heavy. And that, you know, makes – if the plane's too heavy, needs to spend more fuel to fly and more, more expensive to the consumer. If it's that they got there and, well, weather caused a lot of delayed flights and they have to fly and burn up fuel and they have to land. Like even that I can understand. Like I, I'm surprised at how much I'll excuse the airlines for some things So, but you more than a- the just the – Braying, open mouth dolts <laughs> shuffling through the airport, standing in the middle of a walkway trying to read the screen like, this is a hallway. Mm-hmm. This is for that way or this way. Not standing there. Or, Taking their sweet time uh, at the Chili's too. Oh, it's Chili's. Yeah, it's yeah. Chili's too. Chili's down, also. You sit down. You wolf down that awesome blossom as quick as you can yeah. and you get up to make room for everybody else. Let's go. I'd uh, love to see somebody eat an awesome blossom like like it was a hamburger, that would be great. Like pick it up in just two kind of hands and scrunch all the bits the together. Lo- the logistics alone, I don't think it could be done. Because I, mean, uh, I think they are attached I, at the bottom. I think they're what? To, it's it's to the one plate? onion like blossom. that's been yeah, it's blossomed. A, yeah, but you hold it top and bottom like a hamburger. Right. I'm and agreeing with you. I think it can be done. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were arguing that it couldn't be done for that. Oh, no, I think it can be done. Sorry for presuming conflict. That's okay. Is the awesome blossom, where, that's from where? That's a 
Chili's, and I Where's think the Outback. Onion? I think that's Outback. Yeah, I that s- is de- Bloomin' Onion is definitely Outback yeah. Steakhouse. I may have had a legitimate, just a dream that <laughs> they both just came together and were like, "Yeah, it's it's one thing." Like, like we cool, dude. Yeah, like they announced it. Like we know. <laughs> I feel and like it, the commercial didn't serve any either business. It was just like, yeah, we're we're all right with it. So I feel like I feel the same way. Okay. Why do Jimmy Buffett and Sammy Hagar have separate restaurants? This should oh. be one restaurant. Oh, you want to start talking about Buffett, man. You Here are basically go. one man. You're a flip-flop hammock man, and you have a restaurant that's margarita-based and has a I've... vaguely Mexican menu but also burgers and shit. Just make this one restaurant. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say Sammy Hagar's restaurant is your Friday night. Uh-huh. And Margaritaville's your Sunday afternoon. Uh, so yeah. okay. So explain to me. I've been to both. Ex- is it ex- what Sammy's? It's not Wabar- it's the Cabo Wabo Cantina. It's not Wabaritaville. No, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying like- it's, maybe it should be that you can combine them both. You can combine the K- Sammy's Wabo with Margaritaville. Yeah, you got one restaurant, less confusion, and you get to combine forces and and present an experience that's ideal. Uh, for a sunburned man with a metal detector. <laughs> yes, Kyle, you have <laughs> a concern. I, I, it's a, a joke that's a personal favorite that fails every time, and it's about <laughs> how Margaritaville is the saddest song in the world because if you now, instead of it being like a fictional place for divorced dads to just not worry about things, mm-hmm. imagine that song but in a real Margarita location. <laughs> no, it's an actual place. And it's just like the iso- like the parking lot restaurant across from a Payless Shoes <laughs> and how sad those lyrics become. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking for my shaker of salt. And like, we have one on every table, Terry. <laughs> Why are you crying? What's going on? Sure. This appetizer platter is meant for four people, but <laughs> so, you've eaten it by yourself. Some people say it's a woman to blame. <laughs> right. Go. Home, Terry. <laughs> that that is an insanely good observation. In that it they what they've done is they've taken a mythical yeah. idea, Margaritaville, as a concept, as a state of mind, mm-hmm. and turned it into something next to famous Dave's. Sad, yeah, exactly. A sad parking lot restaurant uh, in Schaumburg, Illinois. I like blew to, out a flip flop. It's November. <laughs> Get some boots. I like to imagine <laughs> blew out a flip flop. I like a, a man who's so tough on a fucking pair of flip flops that he likens them to like a blown out tire. Oh, I've done it. I've, I, I ride the, I ride those babies. I've, I've had it. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine that uh, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett is the younger brother of Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. Sure. Ooh. A real Roger Clinton situation. <laughs> yeah, but, but like in in this imagining that I have inside my head, Warren Buffett went out and he built an empire mm. with value investing. And then Jimmy Buffett became extraordinarily rich and successful, this older brother leading by example. And then Jimmy Buffett said, oh, I'm going to sell – liquor with the name of my dumb song on it mm-hmm. and then he made 300 million dollars as well <laughs> and warren buffett's just like well i'm fucking happy for you right he's just chasing <laughs> it's right yeah. it's a it's a right they're just they're just going for 
their father Dan Buffett's approval. Yeah, and this whole time Warren's been making value-conscious investments based on earnings-to-price ratios, taking prudent minority stakes in major American brands, and then Jimmy Buffett's like, eh, it's a restaurant, it's got chicken strips and quesadillas. <laughs> You guys want to keep this party going? How about burgers with pineapple on them? <laughs> a little island flair. Uh, can you? I want to. I want to hear more about why you think Hagar is Friday night, and 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 Buffett is Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. I mean, just, musically, just like just listen to music. I mean, Hagar. No, you're right. He can't drive 55. That's right. true. There's only one way to rock, but there's six ways to make nachos at the Cabo Wabo Cantina. <laughs> yeah. You can add six different meats. <laughs> and then Jimmy Buffett's just kind of like half awake. You know, half the things are burning on the grill. Sure. That's yeah, good. Uh, you get Jimmy's. Uh, don't tell, sli- don't tell me when to flip the burgers with your Nazi <laughs> recipes, man. Sleepy. Now, I'm not going to wear your shrimp. monkey yeah. suit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about that apron? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the hairnet, man. <laughs> Yeah, we ain't into these rules. <laughs> You're gonna get a handful of guacamole. That's literally exactly one handful our chef is gonna scoop out. <laughs> the ranch dressing's been in my pocket. Change of attitude, change of latitude. <laughs> I would eat there. Well, I, of course, I would go there. Yeah, I I think a Friday night you want you want Sammy mm-hmm. getting in. You want the Red Rocker, right? Telling you how to do drink down this margarita. You drink punch, three, drink three punch margaritas. Punch these bottle cap jalapenos in your mouth. And let's go Start get some. Running around, <laughs> waving this flag. Yeah, just wave this flag, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I have been in uh, Cabo Wabo Cantina exactly once. Uh, it was the location here at Hollywood and Highland. Uh, is that where it is? Uh, yes, there is. I think it's relatively new. Uh, it was basically just because you had to take somebody on a nice date. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to trying to get some. I'm right. like, how how am I going to show her that I'm a I'm a high roller. A lot of razzle and some dazzle. Sure. Get apps, margs, guac, (laughs) tox, enchilada, (laughs) berg, buff wing, um, and the the soundtrack, while I was in there, a good amount of time, hour plus, all screamo, all screamo. For the whole time I was there, there was no island vibes. There was no at the chill. Cabo Wabo zero Cantina? fucking chill. Yeah, it was like a hot it's topic in there. Yeah, Sammy's not chill, man. But I mean, that he is chill. I mean, I get that. You know, he was in Van Halen or whatever, and I can't drive fifty five is pretty rocking. But it, it, but it's not screamo. You know, which is like doesn't he live was... in doesn't he live in Maui or something? I think he lives I... in Cabo. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. Loves it I'm down there. saying, like, that's that's a tequila-based... Now, as much as Margarita, like, Margaritaville, is sure. margaritas are... That's a, a tequila drink. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett's a real rum vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want that rum vibe. Sure. It's that Sunday. Yeah. Have, have some rum. You're buzzed, but, oh, what am I... What, oh, if I fall down, it's all sand. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm never anywhere. Yeah. Where the ground isn't sand. Sammy's tequila and just arrhythmic heartbeats. Beach and... to 70s playground to beach to 70s playground. <laughs> Those are the only two places I go. No. <laughs> I got no problem with either gentleman, though. I got to say that. Yeah. I... You know, they, they, they went, Sammy getting booted out of Van Halen, being the, 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 the forgotten years of Van Halen, mm-hmm. into just, I guess I'll just make great tequila that wins awards. Yeah. 
And you know, I have yeah, go, go I have it. tried both of the tequilas, and they're both very good. I think in general, celebrity booze is pretty good. It's usually a good bet that it'll be tasty. Have you had Dan Aykroyd's Skull Vodka? Yeah, I have had Dan Aykroyd's Skull Vodka. Pretty tasty. Have you had Danny DeVito's Limoncello? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think that was our that, but way back in the day. That was the Jordan Jesse Go signature drink. Oh yeah, the uh, was Crystal Head vodka Minnesota Danny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have had both. Both are very tasty. Yeah, not a big limoncello <laughs> fan in general, but it was it was it was good. Yeah, it's a taste of life from that famous fella. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I like I would then I would like to try Diddy's vodka at some point. Oh, what's that one? It's called Ciroc. Uh... Right? What's that mean? Is that yeah. Diddy's vodka? What is that? Yeah, that's mean? Diddy's vodka. Ciroc. Yeah, I don't know what Ciroc means. Do you, does any guesses? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it means fifteen dollars at the bar. Am I right, guys? <laughs> oh boy, yeah, fifteen dollar drinks. I want to know what prices. what's the lower rent vodka? Like, where is Cisco's <laughs> gin? Oh, well, I mean, there's something out there I want to know about. There's E40 Slurricane. <laughs> hmm. Is yeah. Is that a liquor? or Is that a mix? It's a pre-mixed liquor drink. Ugh. So it's like a malt beverage. Yeah, but so I maybe like a slurricane. Yeah, I think it's like one you get like a Long Island iced tea in a can. Okay, I think that's what a slurricane is like. Gotcha. Have you had this? No, I don't. I don't drink, but I would gladly drink it just to support uh, Forty Water. <laughs> Who I saw, I saw sitting right behind home plate in the uh, wild card game, mm. hanging out with Marlins guy. Hey, do you, I mean, what if? I mean, I don't want to challenge your lifestyle. But what if you? Whoa! You're not going to ask me to put on a tie, are you? <laughs> nah, Sorry, dude. Can... I don't want your noose. Yeah, get, get these stripes off of me, jailer. Yeah. Have you, you thought it. about ditching the sobriety? Uh huh. But only for slurricanes. Yeah, just I oh. like becoming a classic slurricane drunk. Yeah, but I mean, not like all the time. I'm not saying pound, you know, slurricanes when you get up, but just you just know, just at school functions. Yeah, just a yeah, just a parent teacher <laughs> night. Yeah. Take the edge Ms. off. Miss Gonzalez, you want a slurricane? I only get one kind of drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. Back back to Blossom Blossom V Onion. Can I ask you real quick mm-hmm. before Please. we do that? Mm-hmm. Should I have made up a name for my son's kindergarten teacher? <laughs> nah. Okay, good. Nah, come on. They like it when you shout them out. Got it. Give shout outs. Got it. Shout out to my third grade teacher, Mrs. Holt. Yeah, what's up? What's I, up? You out there, Holt? Shout shout to, to my fifth grade girls, Miss Young and Miss Jaylee. Sure. What's poppin'? Oh. I hope you haven't died. Yeah. <laughs> Where you at, Miss Cornell? Still in Southern Oregon, if I remember correctly? Mm, that's a nice, that's a nice Where part you moved of town. after you were my second grade teacher. I'm going to put a big one out to Mr. Canel. Yeah. Fifth mm. grade science teacher. Canel, yeah. Canel. Sure. take, oh, the opposite of that. He would take a. His uh, uh, dissection specimens and put them in the teacher's lunchroom fridge. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> There'd be like a dead possum in a plastic bag. Keep but it how did he feel about having his prostate stimulated? <laughs> how did he feel about it? Yeah. Wasn't supposed to talk about that oh, anymore. I want to give. I'm I want to. Sorry. I want to give a shout out to Mr. DeFrandeville, aka Mr. D. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time, that guy told us about a time that he was uh, on a golf cart, go- golf course with his friends, smoking a spleef, mm. <laughs> and uh, the sprinklers came on. 
<laughs> Wild. Yeah, that was that was a pretty fun story in calculus class. <laughs> that dude knew how to party. Hey, yeah, on that get same out there. kick. He, he knew about spleefs. <laughs> and on that same kick. Mr. Hey guys, I was out there smoking a spleef. <laughs> on that same kick. Hey, if you're out there, Mr. Neve, thanks for turning your ter- chair around backwards and telling us about backpacking through Europe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you sure did that. And it meant a lot to me. Oh, man. If it weren't, if it weren't for Mr. Clark, I never would have known that Shakespeare was the original rapper. I mean, that's, a, that's an important <laughs> lesson. Kids are kids don't learn that soon enough. This guy said, like, you have way more interesting teachers than I ever had growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nobody, yeah. nobody tried to, like, reach you on a kid level. Like, hey, I'm, I've been there. No one, like made the cool teacher move to you? No. I had zero cool teacher. One old guy who tickled me because I fell asleep in class. I thought that was, <laughs> that was really inappropriate. That, that was an inappropriate way to wake up a student. Sure, yeah. Maybe spice up the lesson. Were you ticklish? If you're sleeping, you're ticklish. Okay. I think whether you think you're not, if somebody just grabs you by the ribs mm-hmm. from behind while you're sleeping, you're a ticklish person at that moment. Okay. We had one teacher... And this was in – I went to arts high school. Mm-hmm. We had this playwriting teacher who uh, was kind of like a, like a classic 65-year-old uh, 1968 gay guy. Mm-hmm. Like he just, he just had sort of like settled into this bohemian lifestyle mm-hmm. and just ridden it out. And he was a real nice guy and a good teacher. And uh, one time this kid in my class named Jonah talked some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Disobeyed or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Back talk maybe? Maybe some back talk? Yeah, and this, this, play, <clears throat> this playwriting teacher goes, shut up, Jonah. And Jonah goes, mm. and he goes, you've never even had sex before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, Jonah totally hasn't had sex. Man, he's a big old virgin. <laughs> Just got smacked the fuck Big down. Oh, virgin. And then he said that sex was both. And he goes, ah, it's okay. You'll have it eventually. <laughs> he goes, he goes, you know, it's overrated and it's underrated. Well, anyway, back to rising action. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a that's a that's a a a wise lesson about sex. Shout out to Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Wish I wish I had those teachers that would break that wall, and I never had it. Never had at all. Very pip, trying to be professional, except for the one Spanish teacher that I guess had sex with a bunch of students on a field trip. But I wasn't on that field trip, so. Ah, uh, well, get, so you gotta what, get that permission uh, slip whatever, signed. You gotta you know? get the permission slip. Gotta signed. bring back a signed sign permission slip. My Spanish teacher was a guy who I guess used to be the best teacher, and then his wife passed away, and he got real weird, and would just sit in class and be like. Okay, students, today we're playing a game as a present. He would just open his drawer. He'd have a bucket. He's like, the the uh, the prizes for this game, one Band-Aid. Here we go, a Kane County Cougars schedule from 1992. <laughs> like, we'll just put garbage in a bucket and then try to get you to get Spanish conjugation right. And he's like, I think you're out of your mind. He's like, would anybody like to go to the office today? And people would just raise their hands and he would just write slips for them to get kicked out of class if they asked to be kicked out. Sure. And he was kind of like, he was just a stress. Like, I'm sure there's a backstory that's sadder. And more, I thought he was magical. I love sure. him. Sure. But yeah, we had a teacher. We had a teacher named Mr. Clark, who I legitimately believed, and it was the rumor at school. But it remains to me a credible rumor that he was a punch drunk boxer. (laughs) (laughs) 
like he taught government and uh, econ. Mm-hmm. That was his main thing. I think maybe he taught a remedial U.S. history class. But he would just stand up in front of the stand up in front of the class and go, <sighs> and then he'd just have someone read out loud <laughs> out of the textbook. He would just kind of disappear, just just in a world ten thousand miles away, and would mm-hmm. get very basic things <laughs> about government wrong. <laughs> Like I remembered, like being like like raising my hand at one point, and he mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, Jesse." And I said, "Like, aren't there a hundred senators?" <laughs> and he's like, "That's why you're the professor." <laughs> he loved me. Yeah, I know. he thought it was amazing. It was so weird, Kyle. I realized like two months in <laughs> that I didn't have to go to class at all, and he would neither notice nor mind. <laughs> Yeah. Just draw a face on a pillow and put it in the chair. Exactly. Pointing out my shortcomings in class. <laughs> Kyle, did you ever win anything from his weird bucket of trash? Oh, nobody tried to win these games. And if you did get the bucket of trash, you just kind of like gave the bucket of trash back, which is why the prizes were the same every week. Oh, yeah. Sure. An unopened Band-Aid, a cane cat. That was the AAA baseball team from a, not even the county we lived in. <laughs> but for some reason, he, had, he would always have an expired schedule. Kane County Cougars schedule from 2002. <laughs> I had a guy in community college, so you had to take a like logic classes fell under math requirements, mm-hmm. but it was also under philosophy. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. I like philosophy. Maybe I can get out of this. I'm awful at math, but maybe I can skirt the issue by taking this logic class. But they had regular philosophy professors trying to teach logic, which is not – it's – Logic I mean, is a very specific subfield of yeah. You know, if yeah. if these three people in a room and one of them believes this and two believe this, and then who name the who whose name is what? If, if like when will the two like, trains hit each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a, a very advanced version of that kind of thing. And so he's just a philosophy teacher and just run around from different college to different college in the area, just trying to make ends meet. So we get to our class and put up the problems on the board, like hand out a test, and everybody would fail the test. He's like, I. Got this one doesn't count. I it's wrong. You can't do it. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. And he had one, but there was some basic stuff that we all kind of got. We're kind of learning it with him, which was fun. So he'd put some problems up on the board. He's like, if this, then that kind of statements. It's like, if this is true, then that's true. And we're all agreeing with it. And some girl just goes, Why? And he made the mistake of just pointing to the board. He just goes, duh. <laughs> because it was a very obvious thing. I mean, we're all struggling. He just goes, duh. Yeah. And there was a little bit of a laugh. The next day, I'm walking up to that classroom, and I just hear her kind of muttering something, and then him just going, why are you trying to ruin my life? And oh, she leaves class, boy. and the rest of the class comes in, and he's throwing books against the wall. Wow. And I guess she reported him for... Uh, whatever behavior the duh would have fallen under. Sure. And then I read I read an article at a local newspaper later about how so many college professors like they don't have one job. They're like driving from. Co- that's how I knew about it. Just busting their ass driving, like trying to figure out like, wait, this college is teaching this curriculum, and then I got to go to this one for another class. And he was featured in that article. And I could, like now it made sense that he just broke because this one girl was like, no, but I mean, I didn't like the attitude you gave. What me. did she know? She's never even had sex before. 
So yeah, that's a good this point. was community college. Everybody had had sex. <laughs> yeah. Except for me. I sure. really put that one off. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's, it's in a very show-offy way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers Rock. Uluru. <laughs> <laughs> what you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to judge John Hodgman's internet court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris. Boy detective. Kyle Kinane. Just a fella. Yeah. You know, you don't get, you, we don't ask for more than that, Kyle. Sometimes you need a regular fella. Hey, you do you, buddy. That's so... Thanks for know? making this podcast more relatable. <laughs> I'm here to get in touch with the common folk. And thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> uh, we've always had the common touch. Me particularly, I think. Sure. I think of myself as like... I'm like the working man's Donald Trump. Yeah. And I'm the Jimmy <laughs> Carter of podcasting. <laughs> exactly. Between us. We farmed a lot of peanuts. Oh, boy, have we? Uh, hey, we've got something up on the Jumbotron this week. A message for Emma Kate from Dennis. Happy birthday to my lovely girlfriend, Emma Kate. You've accomplished so much this year, opening up your own Pilates studio and working all these long hours to make it a success. It's a wonder how you still find time to be such a wonderful friend, caring partner, and all overall badass. I'm proud of you and love you very much. I hope you enjoyed my weird inflection. Yeah, right here at the end, it's not <laughs> something we're supposed to read out loud, but it says, can you do the next to last sentence sort of robot-y? Sure. Like you kind of didn't read this ahead of time. And <clears throat> yeah. Maybe it's a pretty simple sentence, not that complicated, but, if yeah. you, but you didn't look at it ahead of time, so you read it weird. Anyway, you know what? Hmm. If I had a girl, f- now I'm lucky to be happily married. Oh, so fucking good. Oh, <laughs> Fuck, I want a wife. Oh, <laughs> gotta get a wife. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you like this character? So just, <laughs> like this character <laughs> that I live in, <laughs> skin I wear. <laughs> <laughs> This mask that I can't take off. Is a Pilates studio just a big room? No, it has terrifying equipment in it. Oh no, it's got the tables, right? It's got like a it looks like a I bunch le- of table saws. You I said. legitimately <laughs> believed a Pilates studio that opened down the street from my house in San Francisco mm-hmm. was an S and M thing for like nine months <laughs> before they finally put a sign up that said Pilates because it had like frosted windows. Well, I but bet you it could... could be a multi-use thing though. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet you could tie somebody up and go to town on them. They actually have zoning specifically in San Francisco for Pilates slash S&M. Mm, sure. 
It's There's all SM. Yeah, all exercise is S and M without like the sexual gratification. <laughs> exactly. Extent. But it's and it's <laughs> and I hear you get that permit, but as long as you're serving food. Yeah. Exactly. So you gotta have little bags of chips <laughs> or something. Thirty percent of your income does have to be from a kitchen. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Anyway, my point that would, got, that would be such a I work at the kitchen in a sex dungeon. Mm-hmm. It's uh not a lot of business. <laughs> Yeah, less sanitary than a normal kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. This guy's trying to eat nachos, but he forgot to undo the zipper. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Just nacho cheese all over our good gimp mask. Mom, that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got this stuff wipes right off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You just hose those down, you know? <laughs> you just get hosed down. I mean, that's what I came in for anyway, was a hose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I got a food fetish. Who knew? Sure. <laughs> want, a, want a nasty dominatrix to cover me in guac. <laughs> Lunch lady fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> dump a steam tray of sloppy Joe meat on you. What happened? Well, I was working Fridays at the Cabo Wabo Cantina, and something, <laughs> just, something just happened to me. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Um, we are also going to only be... one way to guac. That's the name of the side dish there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. Uh, we're also going to be at the Now Here This Festival <laughs> in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. It's not just us. I actually just saw Comedy Bang Bang's live show in London, England. Sure. Had a great time. They're going to be there. Uh, our friends Matt and Jimmy from Never Not Funny are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friends Linda and Glenn and others are going to, I don't know exactly what the lineup is, are going to be at the are going to be doing pop culture happy hour there. Um, all kinds of great shows, fantastic enjoyment. Uh, our buddy Mark Marin, um, Nate DeMeo and Memory Palace. And if you use the code JJGO, you get 25% off a three day pass for the festival. Uh, now, hear this. It's the last weekend in October there. Uh, we're doing our show. Uh, special guest, the Doughboys. Yeah. The Doughboys are going to be there. Those are the ones. Yeah. Nick Weiger. Mike Mitchell. <laughs> no others. Just those, <laughs> those two. Are the guys. Just those two guys. For... Will we be talking about Awesome Blossoms? Yeah, probably so. Will we be talking about restaurant concepts and how well executed they are? Well, Nick Weiger's going to be there, so I think yes. <laughs> uh, here's what I want to see. Yeah. R E Blossom V Bloom and Onion. Okay. Yeah. I want to see one of these food <coughs> bloggers. Mm-hmm. I know you're mm-hmm. out there. I know you're listening. <laughs> They're called floggers. I want to see you <laughs> floggers. You food bloggers who also work at S and M Dungeons. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what a little a, busy day. a little autoplay vid on my Facebook page of one of you guys taking an awesome blossom and taking a bloom and onion and intertwining them. Like fingers? Uh, Can you guys picture this? So the blossom and the onion come together, and I think that not only would be a delicious treat, but a powerful symbol of harmony. Yeah, that's the real Rainbow Coalition. Or that's the puzzle that, that's like an Indiana Jones-esque. Oh, yeah. Puzzle. It's the that, box that releases yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah, I, hope I was going to say it's the, <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you do? <laughs> so, some guy who actually has that awful Australian accent from the commercials that seemed like they're making fun of us. Hey, crikey, it's the end times. Oh, no. <laughs> You've released the beast. <laughs> He's here to bathe in our blood. Crikey. You would just get a whole, a, a deep fried whole onion. That would be nice, too. Which I'm fine with. Sure. Will someone on the internet find me the Outback Steakhouse song that used to play in every commercial break of a San Francisco Giants game that went, When the boomerang go, it come back, you will too, Outback. 
Outback Steakhouse out. Back Steakhouse from the land down under. Prepare for centuries of darkness. <laughs> it's the reign of the old gods. <laughs> it does sound like there should be a mandolin. Something. Um, I want to. I want to plug uh, one more thing while we're still plugging stuff. As many of you know, uh, I run a shop online. Put this on shop.com. You can buy uh, all kinds of great vintage things and uh, accessories, home do- small home decor items, gift items. Uh, beautiful pocket squares and hats. Got a nice new hat going right now. Actually, Brian's wearing one of our hats right now. He looks great. You just sell one hat at a time? Brian helped design that. We usually do one hat at a time. I mean, we have multiple copies of that same hat. We okay. don't just sell it. When you're like vintage get... and stuff, I thought you just like, I found a hat. So if well, you got some vintage. We got a couple. We got a couple. From me. Check us out at ifoundahat.com <laughs> to see a hat I found. I'd we love to a, buy it. Eh, I don't know. Uh, kind of like this one. <laughs> we got a couple hats I found. Yeah, you don't worry about that. If you're looking for a hat I found, yeah, sure. It's garage if you're looking for a hat I had a woman make from premium materials, including a soft leather band, then yes, I can also provide okay, that. All right. Okay. I didn't mean to offend. Both what options. Well, to quit being offensive. <laughs> Remember when 99 cent stores were called the garage sale store? No. no. When did that happen? I don't know. Was that just, I, I was little. Is this another dream you had? <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't, I, when I was little, I swear to God, we went to a, a place called the Garage Sale Store. We're going to have to get some- It was just a bunch of shit. Some people on the internet were nice enough to verify my childhood memory that at 16th and Mission Street in San Francisco, there was a store that you went into with a catalog, pointed to what you wanted, and they went in the back and got it for you. Wasn't that- how Sears operated? Like, mm. then they bring mail order? Like, then they. Yeah, they invented because... mail order, but it wasn't a counter that you pick up mail order items from. Oh, it wasn't? You, like, that wasn't the first version of Sears of just like, I no. saw your mailer, I would like this, and they go get it. No, they had actual stores to begin with. Oh. I think. That seems efficient, though. Put this on shop.com and use the code FULLCHORT. For free shipping, full short, and then let Kyle know whether it was a weird dream that he had. What was this dream that you had? He's called the garage sale store. If we're throwing out addresses, it was on Lake Street in Addison, Illinois, right next to Dominic's behind the Fannie Mae Candies in the strip mall that had the baseball card shop where a kid I know asked to see like a, like some rookie card or something and then put a decimal point on the $120 or $1,200 price tag. And then got it for twelve bucks. Wow! It was, a, it was a local news story. Something like, "Well, this something happened here," and the kid was like, "I don't know." I, she just said twelve. I was like, "No way! It can't be twelve, but I'll buy it for 12 And I was like, "Yeah, he just." What happened? How did they resolve it? I don't. I think he kept it. I think he got to okay. keep it. Or I think it was like he was like, out of the decency, he gave it back. But I think it was mostly like, "We know you." That's sweet. One time I traded (laughs) – one time I made a trade with a local baseball card store. It was a new baseball card store Mm -hmm. that had just opened and I got myself a Jerry Rice and Joe Montana autograph picture. It's pretty big news in San Francisco Mm -hmm. in 1988. Mm -hmm. And uh, later on, the guy tried to trade back. I'm like, I'm a nine-year-old, and like you're a next grown time, like man. Like the next time you came in, or did he track you down? Yeah, like the next time I came in, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, we could, we could trade back. if you Do you want to trade back at all? Like he looked it up, and he's like, oh, fuck, I just got swindled by yeah. this eight-year-old. <laughs> but you said no backseas. But that, yeah, yeah, I did say no backseas, and that was the last thing. that w- We actually took it. 
to the Ninth Circuit. Mm. Did not make it all the way to the Supreme Court, but did make it all the way to the Ninth Circuit. That's the Warren no Court backs, for Yeah, it was no backsies in writing. Yeah, exactly. And then there's the technicality of, like, how did you spell no backsies? Because legally it's... Yep. Did you spit your palm before you shook on it? Yeah, DNA tests are going to follow if you, dis- mm-hmm. if you spit in your palm. Yeah. So I did all that stuff. I like how baseball card stores are either just opened or there's no baseball card store. <laughs> those places are not. It's <laughs> not a not a legitimate business. That's like my, I think there's there's no such like every piano store is going out of business. <laughs> In perpetuity, you never drive by a piano store like we're booming. It's it, like, it seems no. like the the sports card store. You knew it was in trouble when it added mm-hmm. shoe shine shit. <laughs> like they added some shoe repair and shoe shine elements to it, as but, if that was a one stop shop for someone. The baseball card that's something store. else nobody needs. Yeah, yeah. Shoe repair. Ah, laser disc sales. <laughs> we'll also add that and really pack them in here. The baseball card store by my house uh, was half uh, by my father's house was also half. Vintage costume jewelry. Mm. <laughs> like, I cannot imagine the person who went into that store looking for costume jewelry and had to deal with the fact that half of this small store was baseball card children and men. <laughs> like, what a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, I kind also, of, what kind of person do you imagine is going costume jewelry shopping? Well, like a <laughs> like, what 1968 kind of, gay guy. Yeah. 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 What kind of proper individual, like, I never thought I'd have to deal with such film. I just came in for a brooch. (laughs) The cheapest one I can find. (laughs) When when the store went out of business, I remember going in there. And this guy probably was 15 at this point, you know, in 1996, the end of all baseball cards. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I I went in there. I remember asking him, uh, the the card store guy, because there was only this one guy what he was going to do. He said, I guess I'll probably sell at flea markets and stuff. And it, and I was just on the cusp. I had just passed the point where I was old and sophisticated enough to understand in that moment how sad this man's life had always been. <laughs> like up until 15, to my mind, owning your own baseball card store was the greatest job of all time. Like how could adulthood be going better for you? But just as he said he was just going to sell baseball cards at flea markets from now on, I realized, like, oh, his life is filled with tears. Yeah, it sounds like, Kyle, you realized that about your community college teacher. I did. Seems like you guys, you know, both shared parallel stories of realizing that adulthood can be kind of tough. Yeah, and it opens up occasionally. Anyway, I'm a podcaster now, so I'm doing great. (laughs) Yeah, living the dream. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kyle Kinane, living the dream. He is, ladies and gentlemen. He's one of the funniest stand up comedians in America. 
He's got his own stand-up comedy special that you can purchase probably in multiple formats. Is that the case? Uh, you mean like online? Yeah, what are we talking about? MPEGs? <laughs> probably. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you're listening to this, you know how to do it. Yeah. Don't take my word for it. You'll you'll get it. Just type in Kyle Kinane new thing. Yeah. Get yourself a real audio file get, of that. Give Kyle Kinane money. Just type that in. Get an AIFF. Mm. Yum, yum. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love apes. Love those files. Uh, that's uh, that's not like an accredited bank. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's like a naval credit union. <laughs> <laughs> it's for only Jimmy Buffett. Our fans. This is, this is off, this place is an offshore. <laughs> yeah. Place to put your gambling winnings. <laughs> it's our beach safe. So your it's fucking ex-wife doesn't get her hands on it, right? <laughs> chill, chill, bank and trust. Oh, I want an ex-wife. Oh, oh ex-wives. Oh, give me, give me one of them. I just want to share half my stuff with somebody oh, yeah. oh. I don't talk to anymore. <laughs> All right, guys, when something momentous <laughs> happens to you, like you finally meet the love of your life, have a ceremony performed either in a religious place or in a place of civic significance mm-hmm. like a city hall. The two of you decide to share your life together. Like if, for example, you get a wife. God, I want a wife. got to get a wife. We hope you'll call us for our segment, Momentous mm-hmm. Occasions. 206-984-4FUN is the number. 206-984-4FUN. Put it in your telephone. Save it for later. You might need it. Here's our first call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest. Uh, this is Adam from North Carolina. I am out playing golf by myself and hit my first hole-in-one with zero witnesses. Um, but I was listening to the Adventure Zone, so get him, get him, get him. I don't fucking believe you. Yeah. I don't fucking believe you. You're a liar. I know you think that this validates what you did, but I don't think you did it. It's a real penguin in the pants here. Yeah, this is a fucking lie. I don't know why he would rub it in by saying he was listening to a different podcast. Yeah, that was bullshit. That's a fucking lame move. You Just, know what? As long as you're lying, as long as you're fucking lying to us, John from... Cincinnati or whatever your name was. <laughs> I wasn't Cincinnati. paying attention. You're I'm glad there. your HBO show was canceled early. <laughs> and you know what? If you could, if you're fucking lying to my face about scoring a hole in one or whatever, you might as well lie and say you're listening to our podcast. You creep. You golfing creep. <laughs> Stay away from my daughter. Stay the fuck away from my daughter, Jordan. Hmm. You don't have a daughter. God, I need so much. Let's take another call. Hi, this is John from North Carolina. Um, so uh, I had a pretty hard weekend, including my uh, my youngest having to go to the emergency room for stitches. Um, so I was worrying about everything that was going on, and then I uh, got into a fender bender. Um, wasn't serious, but it was my fault. Um, and then uh, the the man was upset at first, but I you know asked him if he was all right and. Uh, he um he he told me not to call not to file it right away um and he'd see if there was any permanent damage and he just called me and said um there's definitely a dent but that's all and just don't worry about it uh so I don't know I really needed that and um very kind of him sometimes people really impress you get him get him get him I think that's a lie too yeah I think it's a lie bullshit <laughs> this, guy. this man doesn't have a youngest he probably doesn't even have a car. Yeah. 
This guy's probably hopping on a razor scooter or a hoverboard. Petty cab. And going to his job selling drugs at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> like at a Walgreens? Or? Instead of like a kiosk where you buy a cell phone case. <laughs> oh, God. It. Or a mescaline. Specialized yeah. pharmacist. <laughs> You know, mobile pharmacist. Yeah, mobile pharmacist. Scooting yeah. around the mall. Yeah, I, think I don't this believe is, this. So I think many this lies. Is, Jordan, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. I accidentally swung the microphone way far away from my face just mm-hmm. now. I did a full-on one of those like uh, Elvis-style stage moves mm-hmm. with my microphone. Mm-hmm. More of a Brian Setzer-style <laughs> stage move, let's be honest. Oh, he's good I shouldn't flatter myself. <laughs> Wait for his restaurant. Um, <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't come up with a good witty pun for the restaurant. I'm man. thinking. I'm, I'm trying to pun Brian, Pompadour. The only gonna... thing I've come up with is Chompadour. <laughs> <laughs> That's got Brian Seltzer beat. Yeah, Brian oh. Seltzer's good. I'm Brian... going to go with the tray cats, and it's a it's a like they. Oh, they're all scared. carrying they're, they're trays. Right. Yeah, not good. It wasn't good. You're right. Yeah, nobody should laugh at that. Fruit suit riot. I know he didn't. I know he didn't sing fruit suit riot. Oh God! Now you're bringing down the full fury of Rage Tacular on us. Reddit regular Rage Tacular loves that I band. Think this could be a general '90s swig themed restaurant. You got Chompadors, Fruit uh-huh. Suit Riot, uh-huh. uh huh, Brian Seltzer. Yeah. And Big Bad Voodoo Sammies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call sandwiches. I like that. that no, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with that one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the rest were bad. That one's good. <laughs> Jordan, I think, I think there's a lesson to be drawn from this week's calls. Mm-hmm. And we are, we're only going to take these two calls this week. Yeah. Um, and the lesson to my mind, and you can correct me if you see things differently, but the lesson to my mind is... Don't bullshit us. Yeah. You know, we're not jack off. We're not just we're not just a couple of guys wandering down the middle mm-hmm. of a sidewalk doing the jack off motion, okay? No, uh, we're sharper than that. Yeah. Okay, we know when you're trying to pull the wool over our eyes. Mm-hmm. We're the Brian Setzers of podcasting. Hell. Yeah. Brian Setzers? Mm-hmm. No. We're the Chris Isaacs of podcasting, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Speaking of good at everything. Sure. Brian Setzer's a Jordan Jesse Go of rockabilly music is what I would have said. I would say that he's the Jordan Jesse Go of Christmas concerts. But <laughs> Okay, all right. You know More specific. Yeah. Uh anyway, I'm Chris Isaac. Uh that show was his uh sitcom was in syndication for a while. Hmm. 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 The Chris Isaac show. He was the first guy to play a cheeky version of himself. Yeah. A trend that Continues to this day. Two ever, <laughs> ever increasing results. Oh, they're, everyone's better than the last. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know who's <laughs> wandering around? You know who's funny? Playing a version of yourself. You know who's funny? <laughs> and Kyle, I know you, what you think. I know you think that I'm about to say Kyle Kinane. And sure, Kyle Kinane's funny. But you know who I think mm. is the funniest guy around? Hmm. Time to get jealous on my part, huh? Mr. Justin Timberlake. JT. Uh, Thank uh, JT. JT. <laughs> Is so funny. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. Funny, funny, funny. He goes on SNL. Mm-hmm. It's what I call Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I love the political sketches. They're very satirical. <laughs> Taking down a peg is what happens. I do think we are. I think you, 
have been so deeply wounded by Justin Timberlake is funny. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, no one has said that in a long time. Uh-huh. He had a little cameo in the pop star movie. He did a good job. He did fun. He always does a good did job. Something personal That's one happened? of the worst things about it. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why I'm so hurt by it. I want to. I do want to have an intervention for you and Justin Timberlake is funny because it's over. We. It was a. I think we all agree that it was a collective mistake, and I know it wounded you because it goes against everything you stand for. I can't stop but thinking it's over, about it. And you were vindicated. You were right. America agrees with you, and I think it's time to move on. You know that song, "Cry Me a River." Hmm. I love that song. He's got some jams. I think we can all agree he's got some jams. No one's saying that the man doesn't produce a hummable pop tune. And for a while, people were saying he was funny and they were wrong. But everyone agrees. You were you can sleep well. I don't think I don't in, think I'm gonna with be able to the care. knowledge. I you just don't like a it's just a likable guy. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I already said I like Crimea River, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> He was great in the Love Guru. Oh, I mean, we all love Love Guru. Pretty much carried the Love Guru. Now, granted, that's like, you know, every, sure, everybody's great in Citizen Kane, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody's funny in the Love Guru. But he was great in the Love Guru. So I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I don't want to leave this on a sour note. It's probably going to come up for me again because I'm just stuffing it back yeah. down and spilling it back the out. Every sarcasm at play here are so deep. <laughs> it's a lot I'm of layers. I'm really yeah. at a loss. Like... Wait, so we, so we don't like him. What do we believe? But do we kind of like him? Or we don't like him at all, and that's why kind of liking him is still like, well, even worse. I think... Let's all go around and say what we actually think about Justin Timberlake, just to be, to be clear. Yeah. Because there are levels of irony yeah. here Yeah, that are being... People are pawing at them like a blooming onion interlaced with an awesome blossom. Oh, yeah. How do you start that? Don't know. How do you start an interlock? You punch it. <laughs> just fucking punch it. Punch it open. I think he's got some pop jams. I don't listen to a ton of pop music, but when one comes on the radio, I'll tap my foot. I think the he's funny thing was overstated, but now I think he's in a good place culturally. Because you like that troll song so much? God, I love trolls. (laughs) Anything that kind of sounds like Pharrell's happy, but isn't it? Oh, God, I'm doing it again. Song's fine. Dr. Luke version Uh of Happy by Pharrell. I, I know so little about it, it doesn't affect my life. I'm not trying to be diplomatic, but no, hey, no, no. JT, get out there, live your life. Do what you're doing. It doesn't. Good for you. I'm not, uh, I guess I'm not seeing the movies where he's popping up and I'm like, oh, well, God damn it. Yeah. Timberlake. I'll say this, okay? Mm-hmm. Justified, his first solo album, mm-hmm. it's a great album. It's genuinely one of the best pop albums of the last 15 years. Mm hmm. I, I don't want him ever to rap again, mm-hmm. and I'm still mad at him for throwing shade at Prince before Prince died. Mm. Uh, because I I know he's things. like a really shitty version of Prince. <laughs> I was gonna, I didn't know he did anything to Prince. I was gonna say, what if Prince was like doing funny little parts in movies in the early '90s? <laughs> <laughs> Prince was really good on on uh, uh, what's that show called with Zoe Deschanel? Oh, sure. Yeah, New oh, Girl. the New Girl, yeah. New Girl. Yeah, he was on, Prince was on New Girl, and he was great. Mm-hmm. Prince is really funny. <laughs> Prince knows what he can do. Mm-hmm. Although, Under a Cherry Moon would argue otherwise. Staying in his lane, for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the late 80s. Hmm. He's got a big lane. He's fine. Yeah. 
Nice wide lane. Uh, I don't know. Justin Timberlake's probably a good guy. I don't know. He's very handsome. I didn't know. What did he do to Prince? Oh, I, let's not get, let's, I'm not going to get any, just Google, you can Google it. Okay. All right. America. <clears throat> what was the phrase? Throwing, it was throwing shade? He was throwing some shade. Yeah, he was shading Prince. That means being mean to, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Insulting, blocking the shine. Mm. He's blocking Prince's okay. shine. I just started saying dope in the last three months. Dope? I That's finally dope. felt confident. Dope's got to nowhere go. to go but up. Yeah. I feel like, it, like I've already overused it. Like I'll just, like in one night, I'll have to be like, stop saying, Kyle. Stop saying dope. Can I suggest saying D's nuts? Mm. Is that? But that's not fun. It's kind of fun to say D's nuts. Use it sparingly. Yeah, like a Mrs. A Dash. I can't, <laughs> I can't say D's nuts because a, a guy I was in a band with in 1996 or 1997 had a bumper sticker on his car, and it just had like two acorns with with D's over it. I didn't know. I didn't know where D's nuts came from. And he was so proud. Like, look at. <laughs> I was like, what? What? D's nuts. Mm. Look at the sticker. D's. I'm saying it to the world. D's nuts. And I'm like, I'm never going to say that. There was a guy at my high school, who, real, real big shot. Yeah. When he was a senior, started his own t-shirt company. The t-shirt said "Balls <laughs> Deep." <laughs> now, wait, was it like a funny, was it like Big Johnson where it was balls deep? No, I think deep? it just said the text balls deep. I don't think it had puns or any kind of cleverness. Oh, no, no allusion to something. No, uh, it just said the, it was just the text balls deep. But I mean, deep. it was right around then that NSYNC really took off. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, good on him. You yeah. Know? But who, who thought that he would still be a star all these years later? Mm-hmm. Where did D's Nuts start? How did they, where did D's Nuts start and still be a star? I don't know. It wasn't like a famous person said it? It wasn't from a movie? Yeah, rap, rap people said it in the mid-90s. I oh. think that probably the best nuts thing was there was a cool Keith song where he went, keep it real, represent what? My nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's, let's, let's get on it, all you, all you research junkies out there. What's the yeah. first yeah. appearance of D's Nuts? I'd like to know. Yeah, I think this sounds like a great episode of our friend Helen Zaltzman's podcast, The Illusionist. Sure. <laughs> Researching the etymological uh, origins of D's Nuts. Mm-hmm. Or possibly a Jeffrey Nunberg commentary on fresh air. Oh, I'd love a Nunberg <laughs> on this. Get on it, Nunberg. Oh, I gotta get a Nunberg. Oh, oh I need a Nunberg. <laughs> Linguist Jeffrey Nunberg from UC Berkeley. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Nessie. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kyle Canane, D's nuts. Kyle, it's always fun to see you. <laughs> It's always a joy to see the great Kyle Kinane. Thank you for having me. One of the funniest guys in the world. Wouldn't you say, Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> Who's your top five funniest guys in the world? And I'm I'm going to spot you one, Justin Timberlake. Sure. Oh. Two through six. Who's your two through six? Kyle Kinane. Right? Get out of here. Nailed it. And then just, you know, Kyle Kinane and his various personas. Oh, his signature character. Oh, yeah, my character work. <laughs> yes. Some of the best. I jump right in. I, I love playing a cheeky version of myself. Yeah. Wandering around LA or New York I've been dating. Doing, I've been doing it this whole Wandering time, and you don't even dating. know. Yeah. If you get the right craft service in this guy, he really transforms. Buddy, get me a good cup holder, Apple. Oof. <laughs> Have we called everything back? <laughs> 
We have to call everything back. I don't know. This Let is me... an OCD podcast where we can't leave. <laughs> this is total recall. Jordan, and we... <laughs> I'll check. Uh, let me call your wife real quick. Oh, my wife. Oh, okay. No. There we go. Great. Everything. All settled? Everything. Above. Everything is settled. We can go to sleep. Everything is settled. The devil in my brain is quiet. Brian Fernandez. <laughs> Briefly. Brian tomorrow. Fernandez, our producer, uh, laughing almost too enthusiastically outside the <laughs> studio window. Kyle Kinane has a brand new stand-up comedy special. It's called Loose in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I've seen billboards for it around town. You yeah, got your put, billboards, They put Kinane. a billboard up. I haven't seen one in real life yet. Oh, they're, they're lovely. There. There's one That's intimidating. by that pizza place on Santa Monica. How appropriate. You know the one. How appropriate for me. Yeah. Got to get the boards. Put them up at a pizza place. I know my market. Sure. Pizza fans, also Canadian fans. I'm going mm-hmm. le- to level with the listener. You're not going to go wrong. Spend your $3 on demand for a Kyle Canane. Hell, I say spend $12. Whoa. Get yourself that DVD. I don't know if I can back up $12, but I can give you $3 worth of I think you're going to get your $12 worth out of Kyle Canane's mm-hmm. Loose in Chicago. Is there a limited edition vinyl? Probably down the road. I got no plans yet, but okay. It'll it'll probably show up. Picture disc, cassette, all of it. The whole reel thing. to reel, reel to reel mm-hmm. is the new shit. Mm-hmm. Banners, plain banners. Reel to reel is the new shit. Are there guys who do that? Wax, wax cylinders. Yeah. I kind of, I respect it. I respect it. Somebody's putting out reel to reel tape. Yeah, like half inch tape. Reel to reel has a wider dynamic range. Mm. Yeah, because that's what's been missing from your shitty band is the <laughs> range on the recording device. What if yeah. you were just a good band? <laughs> yeah. What if you just did that and yeah. didn't blame it on the lack of mid-range in an MP3? Yeah, it's overcompressed, <laughs> Kyle. No, oh, yeah. It's that brick wall limiter. It's, it's overcompressed. Let's use that weird effect in our voice that makes it sound like we're screaming through a megaphone. <laughs> every garage rock band. <laughs> <laughs> but get it on tape. So it I think, more. Jordan. I think we found Kyle Canaan's Justin Timberlake is funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Yep. Resentments. <laughs> resentments. We've been nursing since college for two hundred. Please, Sorry. Alex. Sorry, I got into my character. Guy too old to care about that stuff. <laughs> Your famous character. <laughs> that in United Airlines, right? Yep. Oh, boy. Maximumfun.reddit.com. You can chat about the show on Reddit. Uh, like Jordan Jesse Go or join the Maximum Fun group on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris, at Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane's on Twitter. Follow him. Sure. He's full of gags. Mm-hmm. He'll probably tell you where to pick up his latest special. Oh, I'll tell you where. Loose in Chicago. <laughs> up your ass. Tell you. yeah, that's where the yeah. special is. Reach up in there. I put it in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's right behind these nuts. Hey, Kyle Kinane, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.